Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Mindful Babes podcast. I am so excited to be here. So I want to first touch on something really, really awesome that has been happening. And it's that so many of you have downloaded my free gift, 22 journal prompts to attract an emotionally available man. And I've received messages from many of you saying, Valerie, I literally never journal. I resist journaling or I haven't journaled in so long. And I found that doing these prompts made me feel happy. It really opened up something inside of me. It got me really clear. It totally elevated my vibe. It had me feel ready ready to receive, ready to meet men. So if you're like, what are these journal prompts? Definitely grab them. I will link them here in the show notes. They are the 22 free journal prompts to attract an emotionally available man. My gift to you, absolutely free. And what also has come with that is I made an episode about, it was over a year ago, about journaling and why it's so amazing. So rather than saying, Everyone go go listen to episode nine or whatever it was. I want to share with you and it's like, of course, I've evolved, right? I've expanded in the last year. So I want to share with you insights around journaling and how it can go from something that you despise and you can't get behind or it's never been your thing to possibly being open to new ways, new ways to journal, new ways to um, really like be in touch with your feelings. So let's, let's break it down. So you probably have an idea about journaling. If it's something you resist, it's probably from a prior experience. So maybe you have journaled in the past and the only times that you've journaled are when you've been either really, really happy and you want to document it and you want to write all about that thing that happened and it just feels really good and you feel super high vibe. Or it could be a time when you've been really sad. You just like, you're heartbroken. You're going through a breakup. You're really confused about something. You're really struggling and in a dark place. And both of those scenarios, maybe you journaled for like 45 minutes. Maybe you journaled for an hour. Maybe it like a lot of emotion came up. So you've created this kind of like, reality in your mind where journaling happens when you're either really, really happy or really sad, and it's going to take a while. So if you resonate with that, and if that's been your previous experience with journaling, it totally makes sense to me that maybe journaling isn't something that you could ever see being a part of your day-to-day life. So that was my exact experience before I started journaling every single day. And I'm not saying that the goal is for you to journal every single day. The goal here is for you to see another possibility and see how journaling could be part of your life and how it could be literally like an instant high for you. It's pretty much a high for me. It's something I do every morning and 
when I open my journal, I leave feeling more grounded. I leave feeling free. I leave feeling lighter, more elevated, more aligned than when I first came to it. And this will please you to know that my journaling quote unquote routine, right? My, my practice, it takes about 10 minutes every day. I certainly don't want to spend an hour journaling. I'll do it if something's coming up, but really I can walk myself through what I need to in 10 minutes. So in this episode, I want to share with you some tips that you can use right away, some things that you can start journaling on to have it be an everyday practice and evolve it into your own. And remember, these are just ideas. There's no right or wrong way. There's no like, oh, I want to follow this script, this prompt. It's whatever is going to flow for you and feel good for you. So some tips that I have for you, if you're like, okay, you know, I'm willing to give this journal thing a shot. I, I have resistance around it. You know, it feels like it's going to be really daunting, take a really long time. It's not something that brings me joy. First off, I want to let you know that is completely friggin' normal. That's actually very common. Journaling isn't a common practice that most people do every day, but you, you are a mindful babe and you are committed to being mindful. You're committed to getting to know yourself. You're committed to growing, elevating, learning, improving. So you're like, okay, I, I'm open to seeing this a different way. That's really where all change and amazing habits can be formed is us being open. Like I'm open to doing this differently. I'm open to seeing this a different way. So my first tip is let's get you a journal that excites you. Like let's start over. Let's start from scratch. Maybe you're like, oh, I have this one journal and energetically you don't even realize it. You don't enjoy it. You've had it for like years and years and you've written random stuff in it. Like maybe you wrote in it when you were going through a breakup and subconsciously you have resistance toward journaling because you're imagining pulling out that journal and you have like weird funky memories tied to that journal right? So that would make sense. That would make sense that you would resist it. So let's start over. Let's start from scratch. Like let's splurge. So my secret is I get my journals on Amazon and I will Google. So I love gold. I love pink. So I will Google like pink journal, like gold journal. And I always find one that I love and it's always around $14. And with Amazon prime, like, hello, you could have it in a few days. Um, and you know, at the time that I'm recording this episode, we are in quarantine. So the ability to walk into store, uh, most like retail stores, it's, you know, slim to none. I, prior to quarantine, I always had luck going to home goods, going to, you know, Kohl's, going to, Ross, TJ Maxx, TJ Maxx store like that. And I would be able to find a journal that I loved. So don't settle on, don't like just grab a journal, like find one that excites you. Find one that's a color you like, like treat yourself, be open to finding a journal that's like, you know, seems really nice. Something that you're going to feel good about writing in and you'll be excited to visit. So that's key number one. And let's start you know, that this journal can represent a new, right? It's like a new fresh energy. So let's do that, right? So anything you've ever known about journaling can go out the window because you have this new fresh journal. Also, you want to let go of the, oh, I have to journal today. Like, oh, I have to get a journal. I have to, this is a get to, 
Okay. So what does a get to mean? A get to means it's a privilege, right? So here with journaling, you have the opportunity to use a tool that is designed to support you in feeling good, feeling good as often as possible, right? So it's a get to. So we want to kind of like, not kind of, we want to reframe that belief of, oh, I have to journal today. When you have to do something with journaling, it's because you've placed some type of rule on yourself. Maybe you have started with a really audacious goal of, I'm going to journal every single day. So if you go from journaling never to saying, I'm going to do it every single day, that's when it will become a quote unquote have to, and you haven't developed the habit yet, right? Don't habits take like I think 27 days to develop. So that is a lot. It's very possible. That's how I started on my, you know, consistency with journaling. But what I also realized is that there were some times I was like, fuck, I need to journal. Now it's, yes, I'm so excited to journal. Oh my gosh. Like I just know I need to journal and then I'll feel amazing or something funky is happening. I'm going to journal and it's become kind of like another tool for me. So it'll be that for you. So look at your tendencies when you want to implement something new, a new habit, a new goal, a new part of your lifestyle. How do you get, are you an extremist where you're like, I'm going to do it every day, twice a day, multiple times a day. Like let's start off realistic. Like what if it's, um, what if we're loose about it? What, what if we make an agreement with ourselves and say, I'm committed to, really strengthening my relationship with journaling. I'm committed to having this be something I'm consistent at and I'm committed to doing it when I feel good, right? When it feels good to me. And remember, we are erasing the previous ideas we've had that you can only journal when you're really, 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 really happy, really, really, really sad. And that's going to take a long time, right? So it's like, when it feels good to me, I will. So what you also want to do with your pretty new journal is you want to keep it in a place that's visible. You want it to become more attractive, right? So don't put it like on the bookshelf that you never look at, put it on your nightstand. Mine's always on my nightstand. If you know, when I had my corporate job over a year ago, I would bring it in my purse and I would like journal at lunch. I'd write affirmations out. I would do whatever I needed to do. So I always had it with me. So that's what I want to want you to look at journaling as is like, oh, it's this tool that's readily available for me. Whenever I want to feel good, I have the journal. So with your pretty journal, let's find a place where you'll see it often. And when your mind sees it, you'll be like, oh yeah. I can journal and you can get excited about it. Okay. So let go of any rules, get realistic with yourself, you know, and what if it doesn't become a habit? So what, what if at the bare minimum you walk away with grabbing a journal you really love and you've been able to write in it a few times and it feels really good. What's going to happen is you're going to gravitate toward it more and you'll start an doing the thing that feels good more and more. So let's let go of any rules. This isn't like another thing you have to do. There's literally no rules. And let go of the idea that you need to journal every single day or at a certain time of the day, every day. For me, what feels good is I have my morning routine and no matter what, I create time for journaling. I also, you know, because I run my own business and create my own schedule and I don't have kids yet, like, 
like I don't typically get on the phone with clients or sales calls or anything like that until 11 a.m. Sometimes if I have a client who is out of the country, we'll do like 10 a.m. my time because it's evening their time, but I create that space for myself. It's very sacred for me. So I have spoken at length <laughs> multiple times about creating a, a morning routine and the word routine can feel restrictive. I get it. So it's like morning ritual, morning practice. This is like, I talk to my journal before I talk to any humans. Every single day I'm talking to my journal before I'm talking to humans, the dialogue with myself, the Valerie today, the Valerie I'm stepping into, the highest version of me, you know, um, God, source, angels, spirit, whatever. I'm having those conversations in my journal before I'm talking to humans. So I also invite you, like, let's look at rituals that feel good to you. Let's look at times where you can create that space for yourself. Okay. So I also want to share with you what I do, like my exact, what I write about in my journal every day. And sometimes stuff comes up that I just want to write about before I get into that. So I don't say like, Oh no, I need to do these prompts. And then I'll write about what's on my mind. I will open my journal. There's no rules. Remember? So I'll open my journal and I'll be like, Whew, I am feeling a little overwhelmed right now, like feeling really in demand. I've been super busy. I don't know what's next. There's a lot of uncertainty and I will eventually what happens is when you, when you kind of just like freestyle, right? Your true fears, true emotions are going to come up and you can walk yourself through a process. So here's what I do. If I have a fear or a thought that's not serving me and I write it out and I see it, it's like, you know, if I was consciously thinking like, oh, I'm scared of what's next. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. That's a fear. But what is below that is like, oh my gosh, there's so much change right now. I've literally changed everything in my life, right? Like me personally, I'm nomadic right now with my boyfriend. We put our stuff in storage in San Diego. Currently we are in the desert area near Palm Springs. And that's where we're staying for an undefined amount of time guess what happened right when we made that decision? That's when the shelter in place happened. So our plans to travel, you know, our plans like that went out the window. So we don't know where we're going to be in the next month. That excites me. The plan is for us to travel and have that freedom, not have a rent to pay. Well, of course we'll be paying wherever we go. And it's like, that that comes with a level of uncertainty and of course in the world right now at the time i'm recording this it is the quarantine we don't know what next week's going to look like things are uncertain when is everything going to get back to normal so i allow myself to journal about it don't force yourself to have positive thoughts all the time in fact i'm a human being so i have thoughts that don't serve me every single day. So what I do is I catch them. If I have something in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is the time where I can grab my journal. I'll randomly grab my journal and I'll write out my fear. And then of course I'll ask, is this ultimately true? Right. And I'll let myself go there. I'll write out my deepest fear. And I ask, is this ultimately true? Right. And it's like, no, it's not ultimately true that everything is crumbling and you know, um, th that this bad thing's going to happen. Like I write out, okay, what would feel better? What, what can I vibe with? What thought can I get behind and feel better about right now, right away? And that's what I do. And I get there because of my journal. Think about it as, 
you know when you have all these thoughts swirling around in your mind and then you end up sitting with a friend and it's like a vent sesh. You're like, oh my God, it feels so good to get that off my chest. Imagine feeling that way every day. That's how I feel every day with journaling. And what's beautiful about that is I come to the answers myself because I'm getting it out of my body. I'm getting it out of my head. I'm not holding back. I'm not worried about anyone reading. I'm not worried about judgment. I will write my deepest, darkest fears in my journal. And then from that space, it's like just saying it out loud. I'm like, oh, holy fuck. I'm scared of X, Y, Z happening. I'm scared of like this or that happening. And once you see it, you could be like, oh my gosh, is that absolutely true? Like, is that going to happen? No, I've always been okay. I've always figured it out. I'm always going to figure it out. Here's my evidence, right? Here's my evidence that this is going to work out, that this is going to support me. Like we can really go there and that's what's available for you with journaling. So <laughs> now I will get back to my exact, what I write out in the morning. You know, if I I'm not right away freestyling about something that's coming up for me, which by the way, you want to get that out of your body. It's literally like, you know, when you have a to-do list in your mind and you're like, okay, like pick up the dry cleaning, do this thing, um, call this person back, you know, upload on Instagram, like whatever those things are, when that lives in your head, it feels chaotic. But when you write it on paper, it's like you're getting it out of your body. It's a waste of mental space to like keep track of it to do when you can write it down. And that's how I feel about journaling. It is causing yourself suffering. It can be like a poison in your body to just have these thoughts that aren't serving you swirling around. So that's what journaling can do for you. And these are good or bad thoughts. Okay. For realsies now, my exact morning, what I write out. So the first thing I do is I start with gratitude and I do it like this. I go, thank you for, and then I'll do semicolons and I'll list out three to five things that I'm grateful for. And it doesn't need to be these extreme things like, thank you so much for my health and, um, you know, let, letting me breathe every single day. Like we get to be thankful for that. I, I am grateful. And I write out like a waking up to another day because, you know, it's not guaranteed. It's not, not guaranteed. Um, so I'll write that out. And then I can say like this cup of coffee, right? Oh, you know, back when I used to get my nails done when we weren't in quarantine, I was like, you know, for allowing me to get, have this beautiful manicure and pedicure for, you know, now it's like, oh, for Instacart, these new groceries for my new client I brought on for Ryan for, you know, my mom, my dad, like maybe I had an amazing conversation with a friend the previous day. I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for her. Right. So we want to be bringing, bringing our awareness to the things that are working and the things that we're grateful for. And what happens is gratitude offsets stress. As Tony Robbins says, it's impossible to feel grateful and stressed in the same moment. So when you are feeling those anxious feelings or the lack thoughts, not enough. It's going to run out. You know, da, da, da. want to bring our awareness to what we are grateful for, right? What we are grateful for. And that's going to elevate your mood and your vibe. So the next thing that I write about is one thing I'm proud of myself for. So we get to be in that energy of acknowledgement and celebration. How often are we so focused on all the things we didn't do in a day when really we accomplish so much in a day, there's so much to celebrate. So you want to say, I acknowledge myself for, or you can say, I'm proud of myself for, and you're writing out those things. So it's like, I'm proud of myself for 
working out five days this week. I'm proud of myself for moving my wake up time up from you know seven o'clock to six thirty. I'm proud of myself for having a really different diff, uh, difficult conversation with a friend, right? Like I'm proud of myself for buying this course. I'm proud of myself for taking the next step. I'm proud of myself for getting back on the dating apps. I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there, right? So there's so much we can acknowledge ourselves for and no one's going to do it for us, right? No one's going to see those things as much as we do. So it's our job to give ourselves that acknowledgement, that gift every day. Next thing I do is I write out one thing I'm looking forward to. So I believe in being in the energy of acknowledgement and anticipation, right? So think about the things you're excited for. Like maybe you're excited to connect with someone you haven't talked to in a while and you do have a phone call scheduled. Maybe you're excited to get takeout tonight. Maybe you're excited to try a new recipe and cook. Maybe you're excited for a workout class you're going to do. Maybe you are excited for a trip that you're planning. Like whatever that thing is, like get excited. And it could be the smallest thing. Like I'm so excited for the cup of coffee I'm going to have. I'm so excited for my Starbucks. I'm really excited for a new podcast episode to come out of the Mindful Babes podcast. You know, whatever that thing is, like get in that energy of excitement. I promise you it's going to have you feeling good. And imagine if you were to start this every single day, like waking up saying what you're grateful for, what you're proud of yourself for, and what you're looking forward to. Do you think that could have a positive impact on your life? I sure do. It changed my life. Okay. So the next thing that I write is I write out a desire. So this is the big thing. We, we need, we get to think about it as desires are things that our heart wants, right? We get to be unattached to how it happens. So this isn't my desire is to bring in $10,000 by the end of the week. And I'm going to do that by blah, 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 blah. So your desire is good enough and there's no need to justify it. So there's a difference when we say like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Wanting implies lack. Wanting implies not having it. So a desire is, is, is a very different energy, right? So a desire is like, oh my gosh, I desire this thing to come into my life and I already have it. We get to be in the energy of already having it. So here's how I like to write out my desires. I like to write it out as if it's already happened. So let's say I have a certain income goal for the month. Let's say it's for the month of April, right? So here it is, May, right? It's May 1st. So I can write out my desire from the future me and I go, holy crap, April was the friggin' best month. I made the most money in my business that I ever have. Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. I cannot believe it happened. I am feeling so good, so high vibe. It was so easy. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling amazing. I can't wait to have even more next month. It happened in a way that I never could have expected and it happened way quicker than I thought. So being in that energy of it happened way sooner than I thought. It happened in a way I never could have predicted. That's me showing non-attachment. Non-attachment means we don't, we're not trying to control how our job is getting clear on the desire, what our heart wants and feeling as if it's already here, getting in the energy of having it. So when you write it in the future, it's like you're celebrating in the future. And that could be like 
for you, like, let's say by next month, you want to be, you know, have a quality man in your life. You could say like, holy crap, you know, oh my gosh, I've met such an amazing guy and I met him really easily. We are bonding so much. I feel so great around him. This is the first person I've had feelings for in over three years. Oh my gosh, this feels so great. Holy crap. This happened and it was easier than I expected. He found me. He started courting me, pursuing me. Everything feels really easy with him. I can be my authentic self. But, you know, it came at a time I was least expecting it in a way that was better than I ever could have predicted. So that is us being super duper open to whatever circumstance we're being super open to whatever happens. So those are my personal, what I write in my journal every day. If you were to grab my journal right now, you would see exactly that and not attached. Sometimes I don't feel like writing about that. So I'll write about something else. Sometimes I will work out right? Or like I'll go on a walk before I journal, before I get to that. Sometimes I'll journal at night. So let go of any rules. And I invite you to ask yourself the question, okay, how can I have journaling be a part of my life in a way that feels really good to me? What does that look like? I'm open to that. So I hope you use these tips. I hope you dive on in. And here's a reminder to download the 22 free journal prompts to attract an emotionally available man. You can get them in the show notes. You can find them in my bio. And please, please, please share with me your biggest takeaways. Let me know about your progress. I want to hear about your wins. I want to hear about you saying, Valerie, oh my gosh, I've started journaling. I'm loving it. Even if you're like, Hey Valerie, I've been trying this. I'm like, kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of getting behind it a little bit. Send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at the mindful babe. Check my messages every day. And I would love, love, love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.